The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So to be honest, today, we are simply just doing too much. An average woman is working part or full time, taking care of the kids, the house, the husband, with little to no time to take care of herself. She is the epicenter of the family, but she's freaking depleted. Even if you're not a mother yet, but your job is beyond demanding or you just constantly feel like you are behind or never enough right? Raise your hand if you feel like you're never enough. This is a problem. At some point, it's going to catch up to you or it may have already caught up to you and caused major health issues in your life. Welcome to A Gut Feeling. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Your gut healing journey begins here. Welcome back to a gut feeling. Thank you guys so much for being here. I am very excited to dive into today's topic today. Stress management, it's a big one because it is affecting so many people in their journey with chronic illness, gut inflammation, and weight loss management. But I don't think many people are aware of it. So just to dive into a few statistics, the American Institute of Stress, I I couldn't even believe these when I looked them up because I'm always like, you know, I'm never really shocked by statistics, but these statistics, they definitely scared me and they should scare you too if you're living a life full of stress. So about 33% of people report feeling extreme stress. And what we identify extreme stress is, is like it's taking over your life right? It's causing daily anxiety. It's putting you out. It's making you not sleep. It's getting you in a position where stress is controlling your life. Now, I will tell you, I have lived in extreme stress. I have been in a place where stress and anxiety completely controlled my life. So I know what this feels like. I know what this looks like. And maybe you do too. Another statistic, 77% of people experience stress that affects their physical health. 77%. This is in America. That's a lot. That's high. 77% of people experience stress that affects their physical health, meaning if you're dealing with chronic illness right now, whatever it is, diabetes, gut health issues, hormonal imbalance, infertility, any physical type health issue, that is affected by stress. 73% of people 
have stress that impacts their mental health. Now, this is really important because mental health has become a huge topic in society today. So many people deal with daily anxiety, crippling anxiety. I was one of those people as well, too. And naturally, you know, Western medicine's fix for that is to go on medication. But if we go on medica- medication, we're not learning how to manage stress, which means we're not addressing our mental health. You are not addressing your mental health if you go on medication. Now, what I will say about that is if you need the medication temporarily to get into a peace state, to get into a calm state, 100% dive into that. Do that because you might need it to regulate your system. However, long term, you really need to look deeper and to get into a place where you are managing your mental health, you are managing your stress proactively, and we're definitely going to be digging into that today. Last statistic, 48% of people have trouble sleeping because of stress. Now, raise your hand if you sit in bed, you want to go to sleep, but you're ruminating over every little thing that happened in that day and most likely every little thing that's going to happen tomorrow or may not happen because you're just stressed about it and it hasn't happened yet. This is huge. That is a lot of people that are laying in bed stressed out over things that have or have not happened. And it it can definitely wreak havoc on your health. I mean, you've heard me talk about how important sleep is, minimum seven hours for people to really regenerate their organs and feel happy, healthy in their life. This is causing a big problem in the mental and physical health space. I would call it an epidemic. Stress is a huge epidemic. It is just really, you know, pushing so much illness onto so many people. And what I've noticed, honestly, when I start working with clients or when I just have a conversation with people, they're eating right, most likely, they're working out, but they're not seeing any results. They're still having many health issues and they are not addressing stress because nobody is helping them do it. No one is talking about it. We're just continuing to stay in the conversation of putting medication on top of it or saying it's all in your head or just telling you to manage stress, but not giving you the tools to do it. To be honest, it's the thing that people want to ignore the most. Give them a diet, give them a plan, give them 15 supplements, and they'll do it for a short period of time. But start to work on managing stress, and that is terrifying. In fact, I often see people who are addicted to stress or a life filled with chaos because the very thought of sitting still in the quiet is more terrifying than a life filled with stress. I'd rather just fill my calendar and put more stuff on me than think about sitting alone in the quiet for one second because what comes up in the quiet? The stuff that we don't want to deal with. And so we fill our day with things and social media and extra stuff just to be busy, just to validate our busyness. And now we're stuck in chronic illness. Now, if you can relate to this, then you're definitely going to want to stick around because I'm going to help you undo this. You can't just fix it. Poof, it's gone, vanished. You have to undo it because it was a doing of sorts 
from your childhood to your teen years to your 20s. And you can't just fix it with a magic wand. You have to undo the patterns. And this exact process helped me let go of stress and step into the flow. By doing this, by honestly addressing my stress, I was able to heal my gut, balance my hormones. But above all of that, forget the chronic illness, above all of that, and most importantly, I now get to live a daily life that I love versus a day that I'm just getting through. Like who wants to live a day that they're just getting through? And I guarantee if you're listening to this, you may be experiencing that. You know, so many people, I don't know the statistic on this one, but so many people are just getting through the day, pumping themselves full of coffee to get through, making it from meal to meal, although I'll bet not a healthy one, and just making it until they can zone out in front of their phone or their Netflix and do it all over again the next day. And what kind of life is that? What kind of life you're just waking up to die at this point. And I truly believe if you can just take these few little steps that I'm going to talk about, you can really step into a life that's abundant. It doesn't take more money or more things or more work or anything to get there. In fact, it's less. Less is more. It's an undoing. So we're going to talk about that. And, and speaking of stress, before I get into this and really give you the meat, because this is good, break out the journal. You're going to be journaling. You're going to be working through this stuff. You're really going to get a lot of value out of that. But before I dig into the meat, I just want to pause for a second and discuss the JRW Revitalize Retreat. I am beyond excited, so incredibly excited to connect in person again at a retreat. The last time I was in person was when I hosted the Women of Wellness Summit in 2019, 150 women in one room at the Detroit Foundation Hotel. And it was honestly epic. It was the best day of my life where I got to really meet with people, connect with them and be hands-on in their healing journey, answer questions and help people get answers that they need. Plus connecting these women together is so healing and beneficial. We really, truly need human connection. And so now that we're finally back in person and I've gotten to a place where I can have the capacity for this, I get to host an exclusive retreat for 12 women who are ready to level up their healing journey and step into harmony. This retreat is going to take place in the magical, insanely perfect place, (laughs) Sedona, Arizona, October 15th, through the 19th in a private villa with a private chef. We are fancy, I promise. (laughs) But it's not a fancy retreat in the way that you have to show up perfect. I want you to be there imperfect. This is a, a space where you get to fill your own cup and give you new life. This is for any woman specifically who has been burning the candle at both ends. Now, that's why we're talking about stress today, right? Maybe you're giving, giving, giving without receiving and your cup is empty or you can't get ahead with your chronic illness because life keeps happening over and over. It's like you can't get ahead with your finances, with your health, with your love life, with anything. You're just kind of stuck and you're constantly doing for others and not for yourself. This is an opportunity for you to be without distractions, step into focus and solely focus on yourself and your healing journey. Now, 
if you're worried about traveling with chronic illness, this is not the space to worry about it. We are going to have nourishing gut healing foods, gentle movement, nature, workshops, so much to support you in the space where you get to rest that even if you have a flare up, we have everything for you to make it through and then to give you the tools so a flare up never happens again. Our daily activities include gentle hikes, restorative stretching, foam rolling. Each person gets a foam roller that comes and mindful movement. And we're going to work on things like setting boundaries, connecting with your values, being in alignment to yourself and understanding yourself on such a deep level. So when you are integrated back into the world, you have a really good idea at who you want to be and how you want to show up to continue to take care of you. So as I dig into stress today, you're going to see how important trips like this are for your healing journey. This is where you get to dive in distraction-free and really make waves. If it's something you're interested in, the link is there below for you to check out. It provides all the details and shares with you so that you can enter into the space. There are six spaces left and all you have to do to secure your spot is to put a deposit down. You don't have to pay the whole thing when you dive in. So go ahead and secure your spot with that link below and let's focus on you. All right, with that, let's dive in. So to be honest today, we are simply just doing too much. An average woman is working part or full time, taking care of the kids, the house, the husband, with little to no time to take care of herself. She is the epicenter of the family, but she's freaking depleted. Even if you're not a mother yet, but your job is beyond demanding or you just constantly feel like you are behind or never enough, right? Raise your hand if you feel like you're never enough. This is a problem. At some point, it's going to catch up to you or it may have already caught up to you and caused major health issues in your life. Perhaps this is the exact reason why you're here is because you're just trying to figure out how to get ahead in your healing journey. I've been there over and over and over again. I will tell you that I have actually hit burnout at least four times in my life so badly that I barely even wanted to be alive. I'm serious. I thought dying was better than living because I allowed stress and anxiety to control my life. I've been there at the verge too many times, and it is such a huge part of my mission to continue to share this with you guys so that you don't get there, so that you can show up for you and empower your journey. I would not wish anything that I've gone through my healing journey on my worst enemy because nobody wants to be there. And sometimes it can feel like days go by so fast and nights are spent sleepless and sad and weekends are spent catching up instead of having fun. At this point in my life, after the burnout, when I was experiencing it, I never had joy. In fact, I was like, what is joy anyway? What does it even mean? But last year was the last time that I burnt out and I made it my mission for myself to live a life with less stress and more joy. But simply stating it, that does not change anything. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm just going to live this life of no stress and more joy. But of course, you know, financial stress comes in and universal stress comes in where you're just like, wow, what's going on in our world today? And work stress comes in. So it's not just as simple as stating it. I don't want to have stress anymore and I'm living a life full of joy. Like, 
what could I do? Quit everything and move to Bali and work a fruit stand. Sounds amazing, but it's not necessarily our reality. So how do we figure out how to get to a place where we're managing stress and we're living a life full of joy in our modern lifestyle where we don't just have to like run away from it and work a coconut stand? So with that, it's about defining reactive stress versus proactive stress. I want to break into each of those because this is how I fully was able to show up. This is how I figured out how to live that life with less stress and how to live it with more joy. It was because I defined how I was managing stress and then how I wanted to manage stress. And I put them into two categories. And I talk about this all the time inside my program. The holistic gut system is based around stress management. That is one of the major four pillars, the four steps to freedom is managing stress. And so how do we put those two things into two categories, right? So reactive stress management, it can look positive or negative, but for me at the time it looked negative. Reactive stress management is in the moment, okay? So in that moment, how am I reacting to stress? Let's say, you know, you got a really bad email from your boss or you got in a fight with your partner or your kid is acting out, okay? Now think about the actions you take when you get stressed out. Do you withdraw? Do you turn to food? Do you drink alcohol? Do you smoke weed to zone out? Do you call a friend and vent? These are all negative forms of reactive stress management. They're coping skills, negative coping skills at that. And what you're doing with this is not actually managing stress. You're not actually even addressing what's going on. You're just fully withdrawing from the situation and replacing it with something that gives you a temporary high, a dopamine hit, only to have pushed down what you're actually experiencing and creating the cycle all over again, a feedback loop of stuck in stress and negative stress, reactive stress management. Now, there, is a for- there are forms of positive reactive stress management, and that can be like you allowed yourself, you allowed stress to build up, and so now you're like, I need to go to the gym, or I need to hit the sauna, or I need to take a bath, or I need to jump on the trampoline. Those are positive aspects of reactive stress management, and you got to that place and you were able to step outside for a walk or manage them in a positive way, not using a coping skill, a negative coping skill, or going to something that's going to keep you in the loop. However, what you haven't done is actually get to the base root of stress by managing stress proactively. You're still in reactive mode, even though it's in a positive way. Does that make sense? So with that being said, what I want you guys to do is just take out your journal and write, just figure it out, just write like all the way down, brain dump. How do I manage stress? What happens in the moment when I'm experiencing stress and what do I do in that moment to manage stress? Now let's take a deeper look into proactive stress management. Proactive stress management is when you start to become aware of how you view stress, how you experience stress and then how you react to it, or should I say not react to it, which is the best part. So view it, experience it, and react to it. Those are three aspects of positive stress management. Now, back when I was burnt out, 
and I was depleted, if something stressed me out, it was like a cannon went off. I was loud. I was boisterous. I was reactive. I yelled. I became overwhelmed. I became frustrated and I acted like a person I didn't like and didn't want anyone to see. It was like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I should say Dr. Jacqueline and Mr. Hyde. (laughs) So I didn't like that. And what that kept doing was putting me back in that loop of a vicious cycle of anger and sadness and stress and anxiety over and over and over again. No joy, just mean Dr. Jekyll. So what we want to do is get ahead of the stress. And everyone says, stress management, stress management, stress management. Like, what does that really mean? I'm actually going to teach you what that means today. Like, I'm actually going to give you the tools so that you're aware of how to get through this. And I'm going to do that. And we're going to break it down into three different concepts. And I'm going to do that right after this break. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today, I want to help you build a toolbox to manage stress. I talk about this all the time in my group. You're going to build a toolbox. Well, you can buy a toolbox and then we're going to put stuff in it. We're going to build it with the different tools you need. Now, if you think about the concept of a toolbox, right, you buy a toolbox and you buy a bunch of different tools that go in it for different uses. You need a hammer, you know, if you need to put some nails in, you need a screwdriver if you need to screw something in, you need a level if you're hanging something. These different tools are there for you to help build things. When it comes to stress management, We want to put the right tools in the toolbox so when we need them, we can open the toolbox and grab them and utilize the right tool for the right thing, okay? So we're building a toolbox. But before we build that toolbox, we have to have an idea or an understanding or the concepts of what it means to minimize stress in your life. Because before we manage stress, We want to minimize it, and that is how we do proactive stress management. We're minimizing stress through these three concepts, minimalism, intentional time blocking, and of course, what I've been talking about, which is proactive stress management or building that toolbox, or as I like to call it, the daily joy toolbox. So the first thing we're going to do, you're going to break that journal back out, okay? If you need to pause it right here so you can get ready, 
I would, and then click play when you're ready. Here's what we're going to do. The first thing we're diving into is minimalist. The first concept is minimalism. Now, what does that mean? Minimalism is simplicity. It's freedom. It technically means less is more. Okay. You're going to start to get rid of things, people, stuff, junk, activities that do not serve you because they're just creating more stress in your life. And I know it sounds scary to just say, I'm just going to toss a lot of these things. But for a lot of people, we just have attachment to stuff, junk, things that aren't serving us for no significant reason. It's like keeping us safe, but actually keeping us overwhelmed. So to get into this concept, to get into the minimalism concept, we're going to do something called a stress audit. Okay. So right at the top of your journal, write stress audit. Then I want you to just brain dump, write out a list of things that stress you in your life. Just start there. Just write the list of things that stress you out in your life. Maybe it's errands. Maybe it's shopping. Maybe it's social media, work, kids activities, clutter in your home, just constant stuff, right? The second thing you're going to do after you write that all out, and again, you can pause if you need to pause, is you're going to rank them. Obviously, you need to figure out how many items you have there. So if you have 10 items, rank them from one to 10. And one will always be the thing that stresses you out the most. So you're kind of counting down, uh, counting up. So let's say social media is number one for you. Kids activities are number two. Errands are number three. The clutter in your house is number four, so on and so forth. But one is always the thing that stresses you out the most. And then the third thing you're going to do when you do this stress audit is now right next to the things, on the things that you're doing, we're going to put, what can I take away? What are the things you want to take away? How about we just put a check mark to the ones that we don't want in our life anymore? Because guess what? No one's holding a gun to your head and telling you what to do every day. No one's holding a gun to your head and telling you, you have to do these things every day. Don't be a slave to yourself. Don't be a slave to your schedule. Don't be a slave to your money. Don't be a slave to anything. Find freedom in the day-to-day by getting rid of the stuff that isn't serving you. And this is the way to do it. One, two, three. Number one, do a stress audit. Write out the list of things that are stressing you out. Number two, rank them. Number three, what can I take away? Now, here are a couple things that I've done in my life that have helped me immensely with my stress and anxiety. The first thing I did was minimize my closet. I wear the same things every week. I don't need anything else. But when I had more, it was more stressful. It was like I felt guilt that I was never wearing certain things. And I felt overwhelmed by the fact that I had all these clothes that I was never wearing. And I didn't love half of them. Half of them didn't even fit me or made me feel ugly or I was constantly pulling them or or they didn't flow. Now when I open my closet, it's so simple. I just pull out the things that I feel called to most that day. And they're very, very simple. I just streamlined everything, make it all you know, super simple, minimal, neutral, and easy to wear, comfortable, breezy. That was one of the biggest things for me because I hated getting dressed. And now I love it. I love everything in my closet. And it's so small and it's so minimal. And I don't have stress when I pack and I don't have stress when I get ready or work or anything. And I guess what else I did with that? I minimized time spent ruminating over what I was going to wear or what I was going to focus on. And that made my life so much simpler. 
Another thing I did was minimize the amount of gadgets I had in my kitchen. You don't need a million gadgets to cook. I bet you any money you have five gadgets in your kitchen right now you never use. And they're just taking up space, time, and money. Get rid of them. We don't need them. Use the stuff you use most. Honestly, I could use my Instant Pot and my Vitamix for everything I do. I could literally, if I have a plug, I wouldn't even need an oven. I could do that everywhere I went and make everything I needed with a cutting board and a knife, of course. So minimizing kitchen gadgets. How about skincare products? I guarantee the 30-step skincare product line that you bought isn't changing your skin or isn't making it any better than it was before that. It's simplicity. We don't need all this stuff. It's just stressing you out more. Even things with self-care, I'm going to be honest, like there's so many, there's like a hundred different ways to do self-care. And you could do all of them, but it would stress you out. You think I'm never getting to anything and then you'll just be paralyzed and do nothing. So with that, I was like, what are my favorite things? I love foam rolling. I love hot baths with Epsom salts. I love casserole packs and I love gua sha. So those are the things I'm going to focus on. I don't need all the other stuff. Maybe once in a while I might test out a new thing or play around a little bit, but I love those things. So let's keep it minimal. Are you catching on? What we have here in this concept is simplicity. We're taking away the stuff that doesn't serve us because it's taking up space in our mind, it's taking up space in our day, and it's literally causing stress and anxiety. So go through those steps and see how that can serve you. Concept number two is now that we have less stuff and we're minimalized a little bit, now we can be intentional about our time. Concept two is intentional time blocking. So we just did a stress audit. Guess what we're going to do now? A time audit. Here, instead of your journal, I want you to bust open Excel or some kind of spreadsheet of sorts. Really simply, all I want you to do is across the top, write out Monday through Friday or Monday through Sunday if you want to include the weekend. And on the left side, just put the hours, let's say six to seven, seven to eight, eight to nine, whatever it is. If you want to do by half hours, that's fine. And in these columns, I want you to really put in how you spend your time. Now, I go over my monthly schedule every single month. Every single day, I'm looking at the schedule. How do I need to spend my time intentionally? And I go back and I write out what I need to do first. Obviously, I need to record this podcast. I need to show up for my membership meeting. I need to show up for the Holistic Gut System Group program. I need to get on calls with one-on-one. I need to walk my dog. I need to eat food. These are things I have to do. And then I go back and I write out the things I want to do, like attend a dance class or go to the gym or meet up with a friend or go to the farmer's market or whatever it is that brings me so much joy. Again, remember, no one is holding a gun to your head and telling you what to do. You have to figure out how you want your week to go. You don't want someone else to dictate how your week should go. Even if you have kids, you have to be able to figure out how to shift your life so you get the things you want to, or you're not going to be a present mom. You're not going to feel fulfilled and you're just going to feel like a dragging around all the time, right? So in intentional time blocking, you make this Excel and you write in the things you have to do and then you start to create space for the things you want to do. And again, This may mean eliminating things that do not serve you in the space where you had things that do serve you, right? Now we go into concept three. We have minimalized our life. 
We have now intentionally time blocked, which leaves us with a lot of extra space. It will, I promise you. You're going to get a lot of space out of this. And in concept three, what you want to do is decide how you want to fill your life. So make a list of all the things that bring you joy. Make a list of all the things that light your heart on fire, that make you feel alive, that make you feel happy. And you know what? I will say this. Many of them you may find are very connected to your childhood. Like for me, it's things like going to the beach or hiking or drawing or, you know, just playing around uh, with some paints, things I did as a kid that made me so happy. Oftentimes as an adult, we feel like we have to be so adulty that we don't get to have fun anymore. And connecting to your childhood, connecting to play is the way to truly live a stress-free, very light life with fulfillment without being Again, this like slave to your schedule over and over and over again. All right, let's sum it up, okay? So first thing we're going to do is a time audit. You're going to get rid of stuff and you're going to create space. This could be things, you know, items that you buy. It could be debt. It could be people. It could be clutter. It could be anything that is taking up space. Maybe it's on your phone. You need to clear your photos. Things that are causing you stress. This is a Sorry, this is the stress audit. Now you're going to do a time audit. You're going to be aware of how you are spending time, if you like it or not, and how you want to shift it because it's yours. Time is yours. Time is infinite. You create it, not someone else. And then lastly, we're going to fill in the gaps with stuff that lights your heart on fire. Boom. Now that's a life worth living, right? Now, to be honest, some for some people, this can seem overwhelming. This took me, honestly, a year to figure out. It was a gap year, I called it. <laughs> it was my gap year because I didn't get to have my gap year when I was younger. So I took a year to really identify this stuff. I got rid of tons of stuff. I sold everything. And I only brought back in things that really served me. But you may not be able to do this. You may not be in a space to be able to do that because you have kids or whatever it is. So you have to do it the way it works for you. But if it seems overwhelming, like I said, it was for me in the beginning too, it may be helpful to have a mentor in it. I had my own mentor help me through this. And for a while, I was not taking one-on-one clients. However, I'm opening up a few spots for a select few to transform your gut and stress in my 90-day one-on-one gut transformation program. It includes testing, to see where your hormones are at, to see where your gut is at, and to see where your stress is at because it will register. It will tell us where your stress level is at. Plus, you get tons of support. But I'm only taking a select few, a very select few who are ready for this next level of their gut healing journey. I want you to ask yourself this because in the next 90 days, I'm literally going to transform your gut and your stress, and this is how we're going to get there. Is this what you want to be a part of? If so, you can apply through the link below for the one-on-one mentorship program. It's an application form, and I'll reach out to you to set up a call if your application is in alignment with who I am taking in this program. So you just click the link below and fill out that form, and I will get back to you. Now, if you want another place to connect with like-minded women because you feel like you're alone on your healing journey, join my private Facebook group. The link is below. It's called the Gut Healing Sanctuary, and it's 
such a great space. I go live every week. I host different events. At the end of March, I'm actually hosting a three-day live where I'm going to be talking about how to balance your blood sugar level for gut and hormone health, and it's going to be very insightful. I'm actually going to take you step-by-step and have you fill out things every day and, and kind of help you work through them. You can join through the link below for the private Facebook group, again, called the Gut Healing Sanctuary. I want to take a moment, just a huge space of gratitude to thank you so much for being here. I'm very grateful for you guys just showing up, empowering your healing journey, listening to these episodes, subscribing, sharing them. I'm just, I'm very, very grateful for you. So thank you so much. And if you know a friend in need of this message today or any of the other podcasts, please share it with them so they can get the love too. And don't forget to click subscribe and then you'll be notified when new episodes air. Until next time, happy healing. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.